Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 353 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us your ways. Help us learn more about you and your ways today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what's happening in John chapter 18. Judas betrays Jesus. Verse 4 says, Then Jesus, knowing all that was about to befall him, went out to them and said, Whom are you seeking? Whom do you want? People typically run away from danger, but Jesus steps into it. He is the ultimate superhero who prayed to be nailed to the cross to save each of us. He had to prompt his accusers again in verses 7 and 8 to take him, and then he made sure the others were not harmed. First, Jesus was sent to Annas, who bound him and sent him to Caiaphas, the high priest. From there, Jesus was brought to Pilate. Pilate said, Take him yourselves and judge and sentence and punish him according to your own law. The Jews answered, It is not lawful for us to put anyone to death. So they pawned off Jesus onto Pilate, who found nothing that deserved death. As he asked the crowd to release Jesus, the crowd shouted, Not him, not this man, but Barabbas. His own people sealed Jesus' death. May we praise Jesus for his courage and determination to save us through his pain and the blood that he shed. We finish the book of Micah today. Let's see what he prophesies about in chapter 5. Michael tells them that other nations will overtake them, but then he tells them they will be saved by Jesus, the ruler of Israel, and that he will be born in Bethlehem. This verse is referred to in Matthew when Herod asked about the Messiah. Bethlehem was a small town, but big people came from that little town. Bethlehem was King David's hometown, and our Messiah was also born there. This is no accident, but God's perfect plan was at work here. The name Bethlehem means bread of life, and we know Jesus is the bread of life. Again, this is no coincidence. We see God at work in the details. Verse 4 is significant and says, And he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord his God, and they shall dwell secure, for then shall he be great even to the ends of the earth. We are secure even now, knowing that Jesus has saved us. And we are saved for all time until the end of time. We can praise God for this today. The book of Psalms, Isaiah, Zechariah, and Luke are all referenced here. And we see once again how the Old and New Testaments collide. We read about Jesus being our peace. Micah tells the people that even though they will have trouble brought to them from other nations, they can take heart that Jesus is coming one day to bring them peace. A remnant of Jacob will be left standing, and God will suddenly raise them to great glory. Then he will take vengeance on all of Israel's enemies. In chapter 6, Micah tells the people they will have to plead their case before the Lord. God will stand before them and ask them what he did to them that they would betray him. After all, he delivered them from Egypt. Micah reminds the people about King Balak of Moab and that he wanted Balaam to curse the Israelites, but Balaam wouldn't do it because the Lord told him not to, as his people were blessed by him. If you recall, Balaam's donkey spoke to him. The donkey could see the angel of the Lord holding Balaam back when Balaam couldn't see it for himself. You can refresh your memory of this interesting story by reading Numbers chapters 22 through 24. In verse 6, the people replied to the Lord, 
They asked if he would accept thousands of rams for sacrifices or even their children as sacrifices for their sins. But the Lord didn't desire sacrifices. In verse 7, he tells them that he requires them to act with justice, to love kindness and mercy, and to humble themselves before him. God hated their injustice and wrong measuring scales. The rich men in the city were violent and the people were deceitful. Their just reward was sickness, desolation, hunger, want, and exile. In chapter 7, Micah repents for the sins of Israel. The first part of this chapter tells us all about their shortcomings. There is no fruit among them. They cannot trust one another, not even their families. But when they are brought low, the Lord will raise them up. When they sit in darkness, God will shine his light on them. Their enemies will eventually see they were wrong for mistreating them. Finally, in verse 18, Micah says, Who is God like you, who forgives iniquity and passes over the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He retains not his anger forever because he delights in mercy and loving kindness. And verse 19 says that God will cast their sins into the depths of the sea. Our God is a merciful, loving, and gracious God. His plans for us are good. May we praise him for sending his son to save us, and may he watch over us as he promises to do. Well, let's see what wisdom Solomon has for us today in Proverbs 22. Verse 1 says, A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. May our hearts strive after the things God has chosen as good for us, and not what the world tells us we should have. Verse 4 says, The reward of humility and reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. May our hearts be humble and may we always seek the Lord. Verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go and in keeping with his individual gift or bent. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. I love the amplified version of this passage because it gives us a deeper understanding of how to teach our children. We know that different learning styles and gifts are given to each person. When we teach our children in the way they understand, encourage them in the gifts they have to use to serve God, they will be his forever. Verses 22 and 23 warn us not to exploit the poor or oppressed. Again, we see God's heart is for the poor, which is a common theme throughout the Bible. Verse 24 tells us not to befriend people who let anger overtake them. If we do, we open the door to anger for ourselves. May we heed this wise advice. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for your word that continues to impart wisdom into our hearts. We ask for more, Lord. We ask that you impart more wisdom into our hearts. Teach us in your ways and keep our hearts turned to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.